Hello, Mission Kids! Courtney here. It is a great day that the Lord has made. My friends, we have made it to the end of a long week. It is Friday, September 25th. It's a cold and rainy one, but it is still a good day because it's a day that I am with you. Today, we continue on with our journey through church history, and we learn about the gospel and its gospels. Now, the word gospel had a life before the first Christians started using it to talk about Jesus. The word actually means good news or glad tidings, or loosely translated to awesome sauce, have been part of the Greek language for centuries. Early uses included announcing the end of war and arrival of peace, but brought about by a king's victory. In the days of the Roman Empire, it was often used as a way to honor and celebrate the emperor. Is your city getting a visit from the royal person himself? That was announced as good news. Have you been promoted to a higher office in the government? Glad tidings! Has the emperor decided to pay for a month of gladiatorial games and toss in free bread for all the inhabitants of your town? That's awesome sauce. The first Christians learned early on that the good news about Jesus' resurrection was best understood when shared along with the whole story of his life and death, especially as the Christian message moved further away from the places where it was and the people among whom Jesus had lived and worked. Anonymous preachers, writers, missionaries, and storytellers added to the apostles' and disciples' accounts of their master's sayings and miracles, relating fuller versions of Jesus' life story. After a while, these started to be written down and shared, and a new type of literature was born called the Christian Gospel. But you all are probably familiar with four specific stories or accounts of the gospel. During the decades after Jesus' resurrection, there are all kinds of gospels that were written. Four seem to become the most loved and most widely shared, and we know them as what? Hopefully the books Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all come to mind, even though most agree that those are likely not the names of the original authors. Each was written with a specific audience in mind, and as these accounts spread, churches realized what a gift they were, even in their differences. Along with Paul's letters, the four Gospels were among the earliest writings to be treated as holy scripture by the first Christians. The book of Matthew was written about 90 AD, and it was probably written in Antioch of Syria. Its basic message was, Jesus, you are the light of the world. To the Jewish people, it meant that Jesus is the one you've been waiting for. Surprise! He is God's Messiah. He fulfills all the scriptures. Let's follow him. Mark, although written about the exact same story, the life of Jesus, is a little bit different. It was written around 70 AD and probably written in Palestine, though we're not certain. Its basic message was, look at all the amazing stuff Jesus does. The Son of God came to be with you and to heal and save you, 
even if you're too poor to follow all of God's laws. Jesus changes everything, and sinners are welcome too. Luke was written around 90 AD, but probably after Matthew and maybe in Ephesus. Still, we don't really know. Its basic message was, I'm trustworthy and so is Jesus. Jesus opens God's promises to all people, even Greeks and Romans. He is wise and good and totally worth worshiping. This writer the book of, of the book of Luke also wrote the Acts of the Apostles. And finally, the book of John was written around 90 to 100 AD, and it was probably written in Asia Minor. Its basic message was, it's going to be okay. Hold on, Christians. To see God, look at Jesus. In Jesus, you can see that God loves you so much. Now follow Jesus by loving each other. Now, last week we learned about all of Paul's writings called the epistles. And even though Paul's writings did not include the story of Jesus's life, death, and resurrection, Paul the evangelist wrote letters full of gospel news. His letters were in circulation as early as 55 AD, and he died before the first of the gospels was written. Paul used the word evangelion more than any other writers in the Bible, more than 80 times. How cool is it that we have four different stories of the gospel where we learn about Jesus' resurrection in all four stories, but based on the person that they're written for or just the intended audience of who is going to hear those stories, they're all a little bit of a slightly different message. But they're all based on the same thing. God is awesome, Jesus loves you, and you should love others because of it. How cool is that? Today during our prayer time, let's spend some time thanking God for the gospel and how it is written. Our memory verse from this week comes from 1 Corinthians 10, verse 31. So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And now let us enter into a time of prayer. I praise my God this day. I give myself to God this day. I ask God to help me this day. You may lift up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord during this time. And now as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has taught us, we are bold to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Do you have a question for me, your lovely host, Courtney? Or do you want a chance to end up on the next podcast? Whether it be a birthday shout out, a prayer request, or just a funny joke, if you give me a call, your voice might be heard on the next episode. 
call me at 423-708-5354. Can't wait to hear from you. And remember kids, God loves you and go spend some time outside with your family this weekend. Have a great weekend, y'all.